Hi. Okay, this is great. Namaste, greetings to everyone here and all out there. So let's get comfortable for another Thursday evening session. Lots has been going on and <laughs> I wanted to talk about something very important um, that I find is so significant to our lives and also it'll be followed by a very special meditation today that I've just created. Um, so let us get into our subject matter and we're just going to start with scarcity. So just think of this word and tell me what does it mean to you? Just what comes up for you when you think of scarcity? Just anything at all, anyone at all. I'm scared of scarcity. Scared of scarcity. So the first, so first uh, thought or feeling is scared, right? Not much. Yeah. So yeah. A lack. So scarcity would be little, less, lack, uh, poverty consciousness, it's known as uh, when it is related to the mind and uh, not abundant, just it's the opposite, no. abundant. opposite <laughs> of abundant. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. So when we talk about scarcity, we would, if we look at the mind, we'll just start with the mind first and then the emotions. So it'll be like um, lack of faith, lack of trust, lack of hope, a lack of self-confidence, lack of um, self-worth, self-respect. So all of those things. So it's just something that is lacking inside. Okay. So... You're lacking, um, so for instance, opposite of that, uh, lack would also mean meaning confused because there's a lack there, you're feeling confused. The emotion could be that. Emotion could be angry because you feel a lack, right? Scarcity. So there's all these emotions, depression, distress, dis-ease, feeling dis-ease with life, with yourself. So those are the emotions around it. Some of them, there's plenty more. And uh, mental, at mental level, there's just lack of faith, lack of trust, lack of knowing, lack of identification, who am I, who are you, what is this world, lack of meaning in life, lack of purpose in life, lack of, and then it is lack of wealth, lack of finance, lack of jobs, lack of opportunities, lack of ideas, lack of inspiration, lack of motivation, so we can just go on and on, right? So if you look at that, how does, how does that feel? How does that feel? Is that real for you guys or people you know in the world today? Yes, yeah. And how does scarcity feel then? How does it feel to you? Just a couple of things you said, fear or scared, yeah? It looks like um, anxiety because there isn't anxiety. enough to go around. There's not enough to go around. Yeah, uncomfortable, okay, yeah. So when there is not enough to go around, what would we do? What do we naturally do? We're talking about scarcity. Just started with that. <laughs> we'll end up with abundance, but <laughs> we have to start on the opposite. <laughs> so we're just looking at what scarcity feels like to the mind and, and emotions. And uh, so lack of abundance, um, lack of uh, that there isn't enough out there. Okay. So when that happens, what do you do when you feel that there's not that many opportunities or not that much wealth? What happens? How do you act? 
desperate, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you would grab what you can, take what you can, right? At any cost, you would do whatever it takes. Humans would do whatever it takes if they feel scarcity, right? They would hoard, they would rob, they would steal, whatever, at any given level. Because you need to, if you have children to take care of, other things to, you will make sure whatever it takes, you will have enough. Now, if you look at it, even marketing strategies, how does scarcity sell so well? Limited numbers, you know, the first 10 will get this. There's whole marketing around making you feel scarcity, that rush, right? That rush and that anxiety, and I have to get there. If I don't get there, I will be without it. So even if it's captured by corporates, by it doesn't matter, selling giants, whether it's pharmaceutical, whether it is um, other industries, it is always a rush to sell to you. And scarcity sells really well because we start to believe because we already have it in us. We feel the lack already, right? So looking at it, whether it's inner, and uh, if we look at our lives today, why is there a lack? Why is there a lack? Because there's a mental scarcity all the time. Nothing is ever good enough. Nothing is worthy enough, right? So even when it comes to learning, we think that there is a lot more, lot more, lot more we could do, right? So we don't sometimes share well, many times actually, because we feel scarcity. We won't even share our ideas. I heard actually the other day that if you don't grab your idea, put it into action, somebody else will. So seven billion people on the planet and we're really worried that my idea will be implemented by somebody else, like, right? So we've been pushing, we've had teachers who've taught us who work on scarcity because it's a real, Phenomena, it's a real symptom that we all have. So in order to get rid of scarcity, we have created more scarcity today through what we do, how we do. And so my question always has been that if we are suffering and what this, what the scarcity does, it is actually the root of war. It is the root of violence. It's scarcity. It's lack of power. It's lack of land, lack of money, lack of, and that leads us, lack of natural resources that I lack, we lack this. So we need to, so there's always wars and violence because of the scarcity too, this mindset, right? This type of sick thinking actually creates more wars than anything else. So these wars and this constant sense, constant feeling of scarcity has really traumatized us. And it has traumatized our ancients, our generations. If you look back, there was nobody who was not feeling this symptom, right? Everybody was. And that's why we needed all these healing tools. We needed everything to try and be better, be more abundant. Prayers is one of them. Prayers is simply to connect to something that you're already connected, but we don't actually ever examine. We are what we worship, but seldom do we believe that because the feeling of scarcity is more real than the feeling of truth, actually, knowing of truth, right? So when we look at it, we 
at some point in our life, and especially now we can really feel the stress, the chaos, and mental health issues, other issues. So it is our duty, our job to examine our lives, examine our minds, and then get rid of the root of what is creating so much stress. So when we look at it, it's quite interesting. Spirituality was way before religions. Any religion came, it was way before. Spirituality was not belief in something. It was being the one, being, so if there is God, and you know, um, I don't know if you realize that, but 65 to 70% of the human population believe there is God, they call it God. So that's almost 70% of our population. 95% believes there is something there, a higher power, but they, some may not call it God, but they still believe there's something higher, right? So we've always strived to get better, not just better, strive to manage our lives. This is a symptom from scarcity. But then we've never been able to become the one who truly we are because the divide, and I'll show you how. When religions came in, there came in the separation that you are humans, this is what you are, you're just not enough, you're going to have to do a lot more to get better. A lot of um, actually faiths or religions come from you're born of sin. You're just born in luck, that's it, right? There's uh, probably Hinduism that uh, the only religion that actually would say, aham baram asmi, I am God, I am that. But then when you look at it, all that prayers that goes on, all those rituals just to get a little more power, little get, little stronger, that shows us that they too don't believe that they can't live as that, they can't live as God. So when we say we're in the, made in the image of God, okay, in the image of God, could be God-like, would that be true? I'm not sure. I think that statement, I wouldn't bias truth, I would actually examine that too. Because I think that we totally, I believe that we are gods. It's not made in the image of God. We are not 1%, we are not 2%, we are not 3%. We actually are 100%. But nobody has shown us that. Nobody has told us that. So the belief for centuries has been that you are way down and God is here. So we have started to act less because we believe we are less. So all our strategies about um, trying to share with the world, do this, look, you know, empower, it doesn't matter which strategies we have, are basically results of that scarcity and a weak, diseased mind that is so separate from its own reality. Even if somebody told you that you are God, you would say no, because I can, you'll find 10 flaws in you that you don't think is God-like, right? So the judgment was another thing, that if you don't follow these codes, if you don't follow, then there's a sense of judgment. And we are, we judge ourselves the most. We bully ourselves the most. There's no bully out there who bullies us more than we do ourselves. We are always so critical of ourselves. And this is all these symptoms, I can absolutely agree, I can see why they happened. It's not our fault. It's because of that big fat lies or divide that we are not God. That's all it is. So somewhere along the line, we're going to have to 
take, assume our identity, assume our role. And all our meditations and our lifestyle and our strategies should actually be to express that, not to rise higher above where we are, slightly higher. We can't strive because that is a whole sickness in this universe, just feeling the separation, believing it to be real, and then developing strategies to manage your stress, manage your chaos. And we are so busy just managing our lives, we can't never, never go farther than that. Our meditations are simply enough to just barely energize us barely energize us for our next inspiration and next day we are tired every night we fall tired and if you look at mental health situation how many more depressions you know it's high numbers we've never hit this before because we are actually going through a very strong shift that has occurred we have not recognized that so this is the time where we can actually we have the opportunity to assume our true role as gods and stop worshipping anything that you believe is higher than you. If you want to do anything, act big. Simply act big. So it's very interesting that when we think, we always think with separation, with that divide, because we are so programmed. We're so programmed with the divide, we cannot think without that. Human being means low, slightly low, fragile, you know, all of that stuff. So, but when we feel, we can feel the divinity, we can feel the consciousness divine, we can feel everything as anybody else. We feel the truth, but when we think, we think always falsely. So all thoughts, basically, it's only because our thinking mind is flawed. After centuries of conditioning, we have a mind that is really flawed. But I truly believe this is the time now. This is the time. First time in human history, a lot of humans will not be striving for more. They will just be living more. And there's many reasons that we will go into later sessions with that. So how does that feel? Do you even believe uh, what I have said or is it even hard to believe that? <laughs> yeah? yeah makes, total sense. makes total sense. Scarcity already kind of makes people feel under threat. So if you're under threat, you, you can't really relax. You're constantly trying to, yes. you know, to yeah, work with the symptoms rather than with the... Exactly. So scarcity actually makes us, um, feel, it's a big threat and we feel threatened and you can't relax. So you're not steady, you're not stable, you're not sure, right? So it throws everything off, right? And then that's why people don't live fully. They live with regret, then they die with regret. They're born happy, but they die with regret and live with regret, right? So this cause, and, and the nice part, the fun part is that only a few people realized, five people, maybe realized a handful, they could spread those vibrations of that full divine consciousness, that divinity. They could, their bodies would just spread that vibration because it's not something you can control. You can't control your aura. 
You can't control the space. No human has the ability to say, this is my space, this is my boundary, right? There's no boundary in space and energy. So if five people, few numbers like that, they were committed to acting out their godliness or godness, they started to live like that, then all of a sudden we would see a breakthrough in the collective. We'll start to see, because whatever you do, every thought of yours is acting, is adding to the collective. So when I talked about traumas, I talked about a lot of suffering. Now, how, do this, how does this collective consciousness get so programmed with trauma and that type of fear, right? So what happens is when there's genocides, when there's wars, there's other calamities, right? So when majority or a lot of our people get hit by one event, one event, and a lot of people suffer that way, are in shock that way. They feel that way in their heart. Anxiety, fear, loss, that gets recorded very quickly. Now that becomes part of a cloud, that, become part, that becomes part of our space. So if we don't know who we are, which humans don't know, because they have false identity, we've never been really um, taught to live in fullness. We have been taught to live partially, then trying to be full. Strategy is trying to be full, right? Who said we are made in anybody's image? We are the creator, not just of my destiny. One single person changes the destinies of many by their clarity and their bigness, right? So it's not just what you do, it's how you think, how you are, how you have trillions of cells. When these trillions of cells send one aura, one message into the universe, what does that do? Your neighborhood gets affected. Anybody who sets eyes on you, hears you, the voice, everything is impacted. Right? Does it make sense? So it's not hard to change the collective. The collective was changed because of these wars and the scarcity. But if we decide today to change, we can change that. Yeah, it's very possible. Yeah. I think it's already happening, I find. Yeah, it's absolutely. So many people seem to awaken. Yes. There's so much stuff out there, workshops. And yes, and, there's know, so there's much learning. More. And there's so many people interested yes. in that too. Yeah, a lot more people interested. In the earlier days, we would not see so many people for yoga. We would actually see more women also. Now, when you go to these yoga centers, there's so many more men. So there's really been a shift in the mainstream. Yeah. And it's become, it came as a fad, but then, you know, spirituality still has to come. We're more into personal growth still. We're more into how can I be more? How can I do better? We're still actually there. If we would turn to hardcore spirituality, which is the one, one God, one everything, one principle, one power, you and I are not different. We look slightly, images look slightly apart, but we are not. The leaf and I, the dog and I, the plant and I, not different. The devil and the goodness or whatever there is, is not different. So once we actually accept that and we stop focusing our energy, trying to be better, trying to conquer our mind, trying to see what's different, then if you look at the Facebook, you will notice a lot of posts are about 
thinking positive, but then they're also expressing um, the victimhood at some point, because that's also that you, you should be able to. So there's a lot of mixed messages there. Same person you see today will say that, tomorrow they'll, there's no consistency actually. So this just shows me that people are trying, but not really, they're trying hard, but maybe they don't have role models or somewhere along the line, they're looking just for a little better life. And that's not the answer. We never have a better life. Personal growth, we have to replace personal growth should come from spiritual growth. When you discover your spirituality, your spiritual roots, your spiritualism, you will actually be whole and complete. You will be what you're striving to be, but you will have no thought around it. And you will not have that difference and gaps and hurdles and obstacles and challenges, seeing each other, accepting each other. Spirituality is the answer. There is no two answers here. We have to return, take a bow turn, go back to God, whatever that means to us, to the highest point, and then contemplate and examine and then act from that. And then we just show through our actions, teach others, so the world becomes like that. That's what's going to happen in this day and age. Already we can see that. People want to be awakened. Never mind to your power. Awaken to the life. Awaken to the planet. Awaken to the nature. Not just my life and my goodies. Right? My destiny. doesn't. My destiny is irrelevant. Because I'm living a collective destiny. Everything I'm saying is coming from space. People are saying it already. I'm not the only one. I'm just verbalizing it, right? It's not possible for one person just to get it. So we are all equally, we can access these fields. But we have to connect to that level of knowing and that identity that I am God. I am that I strive for, right? So I think we need a lot more spiritualists. We need actually, we need people to come front and say, I'm ready to live this. Show me. Let's develop, let's live that out now. And when we start to do it in twos or threes or fives or twenties or hundreds, all of a sudden there's this huge shift. And that is the calling of these times. That's our mission, that's our purpose. It's not just to get personal wealth and personal land and then leave personal legacies, right? Nobody will be poor if we became one. There's enough wealth and enough food on the planet that we will not be poor. Nobody will have to just live in stress. So the message is really strong and um, I felt it so strongly. I thought that I must share this and get it out there. So if you relate to it uh, out there, start to share. But I also wanted to create a deeper meditation for this. So it's like a, a not a prayer meditation, but just going deeper to embody that power so it becomes easy for us to fully accept that power so, so we can identify ourselves as God, as divinity. So before that, is there anything I should clear or anything at all? Nope. Okay. Okay. Does the message feel okay? How does it feel to you? Well, I think if you told people that you were God, they'd think you were nuts. Yeah, so if you told people, 
if you told people you are God, they would think you are nuts, right? Okay, and if you told people I'm depressed, I feel like nobody, they would feel they have a job to do. <laughs> they found their purpose just now, <laughs> right? Yeah. So how irrelevant at some point, right? When we play out the weakness, we have support. And when we say I am God, I have to stand alone and be thrown at stones at and challenged. And yet when I play weak, I'm not challenged. I'm supported in my weakness. That's the sick society I'm talking about. That's, what yeah. Mean, like, what do you mean by God? God to highest power. So I uh, that helps when you want to. Yeah, just like, the highest you power. You use the word God no. to say that. No. Just, yeah. I'm just using the word God because majority of the po human population uses it. But it's just higher power, whatever that means. So, mm -hmm. We are, it's, see, there's no separation. What is, out, what is outside is within. What is above is below. It's one field. It's one field. But because of the skin, we feel separated. Our consciousness feels that. When you close your eyes and you meditate, there's no boundary. You don't feel you're just in your skin, right? You feel the experience of vastness. You're everywhere. So there you don't have an outside and inside. When you're, that's the feeling, that's the experience of meditation, right? That is the truth. So when we are thinking, we will have this. This is my skin, this is, this is this, this is this. When you close your eyes and go into the consciousness, take a ride into the consciousness, you are just in the vast field itself, vast field of no boundaries at all. And that's why I said, we can't get there by thinking. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so it's just your highest self, your best self, your like, like. Yeah, yeah. So do what you're most optimum. Yeah. So there is no goddess. Whatever you believe the highest power to be, whatever you believe right now, that highest power is is you. But you don't know that. You don't believe it because nobody told you and after centuries somebody is telling you, why would you believe them? You'd rather believe something your parents told you, your society told you, your <laughs> near and dear told you because everybody's finding faults with everybody. It's so hard to reprogram. Yeah, you don't have to. There's no programming needed. It's, it's amazing. The minute you accept that and you stop using the language yeah. that I am small, I'm there, start to all of a sudden you'll be acting in a different way. So it's just dialogue and language you're using. So if somebody is using, again, language of separation, then you can actually stop them in the tracks and don't buy into it. And then create more and more experience. That means more meditation, more experience of the consciousness. So as the consciousness lifts, your mind will think differently. It'll see differently, it'll experience differently, right? But we can get there just by thinking. But we can first stop by what we say, and then after that, we can start to just do more practice of deeper experience of the whole through meditation, right? I still, um, I'm sorry I can't be that, but every time, but I 
we are talking about love and about the higher self and you know about sharing and being equal and all that stuff. But I still don't get where an ISIL man comes in. So that means woman or whatever or murderers. Is that then? Then they are God too. So so for us, it always God is is good. Like you know, yes, it's, yes. It's, Okay, when you think, when you're thinking, you're coming from thinking right now. Yeah. When you think, yeah. you're going to think separately because you've been taught like that, right? But if you close your eyes, even for a split second, when you're in a meditation, maybe a split second, there's no thinking involved. There's just an experience of vastness, just isness right? Everything, the mind is, thinking mind is gone in that, right? In that experience, there's no division, there's no boundary. But when you think, there's a lot of boundaries. So what do you do? How are you going to shift that? You're going to go into the experience more and more, so you can experience more, and then when once you experience at a deeper level, you will see the world differently. You will stop buying into what people are saying. You just have to go into the experience. When you go into the experience, you will know that they're you. Now, at that time, you're just going to give that your hand and support them. And that's where it's not just compassion. It's really just basically extending yourself into the other person. You will not have that separation that this is evil, this is wrong, this is right. This is only the thinking mind because we've been trained like that. But we need to change our society. We don't want our children growing up in a society that is so divided and so diseased. We have 60% students in the university who are depressed. What kind of a future? And there's suicides. It doesn't matter whether you have money, you're poor, rich. There's people are killing themselves by their own hands. They're putting themselves into themselves with their own hands. That is a terrible situation. That's a strong signal. So when you think, you will never get there. So let us do the meditation. Even if you have one second or two seconds or one minute, that's good enough for you. That all you believe is yes. There is something, maybe I can't experience it today, but there is something that has no boundaries, no limitations, no different faces. Well, I, I do get all that. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. just thought, thought, I always thought, like, we all know that God is, is, is I mean, for us, God is not someone who kills, right? Yeah, so but that, that is, that is our teaching. God. Yeah, that is but just our, that's what our religions have done. So you don't need to go there. You don't need to buy. You, the fact that we are suffering is a good enough reason to try what I'm saying. The fact that we are not happy, the fact that we are anxious is good enough to actually go the spiritual way. And start with your just the knowing. How could you not be God? What are you then? Are you animal? Did you come from a monkey or ape or something? No. Absolutely not. I don't know what science is only three to four hundred years old. It's really a new baby. It's not going to tell, give us all the details right away, right? So we have to, as human beings, we have the power to examine. We have the power to actually look into things and experience the wholeness. 
So only then we will be able to shift. We can't wait for another science to tell us, validate this truth, right? So, yeah, yeah. So one minute experience will be good enough for us to do. Okay, let us start. We'll get into the experience now. So everybody, let us just sit. Our backs should be straight. Our shoulders are back. Head is up, not bent, because you'll just get tired. So hands on the thighs, palms are open, facing up. So just in time, focus on your heart and take three deep breaths, taking all the time you want down into the belly. And now, take two minutes of breathing, but this time your focus will be on exhale. So don't focus on the inhale, that'll fall in place, but just focus only on the exhale. When you focus on the exhale, you will be removed from the field of suffering and trauma and pain and lack and scarcity right away, instantly. So focus on the exhale only. Just notice on the inhale, you have knowing of the suffering, you may still experiencing it, but when you exhale, you are removed instantly. Let us start now with this beautiful meditation. I want you to experience rainbow light at the bottom of the soul, or the soul, the bottom of the foot. 
rainbow vibrant light this is coming from the earth not from the heavens not from the skies but down from into the earth into your foot left foot experience this light you can imagine the movement if you can't see the color you just imagine this movement and it'll become real feel the tingliness you may feel the foot becoming heavy vibrant hold steady focus only on left foot Allow this energy, rainbow light, to move into the ankle, left ankle. You can feel the swirling light. Making you whole, complete, rewiring you. Bringing in a new identity today. Your own identity. Feel the rainbow light, the energy rising all the way into the knee. Swirling back of the knee, through the leg, into the knee, the front. into the thigh, the front, the back. The entire left leg and now left hip. Left hip, feel it. Your hip will become heavy, wanting to sink into the chair or the ground. Now experience this energy foot to hip and notice the difference between the right leg and the left. One you have energized with this new vibration. So know the difference between the two. Now Come to the left foot, left sole, or right sole, right foot. Again, energy coming up, this healing identity coming up from the earth. Earth is supplying you what you need today, what you're ready for today. into the right ankle coming up the leg front back right knee
it's almost like you're slipping on this energy into you. Right front thigh, back, into the right hip. Both hips are equally balanced. Both legs are, feet are strong, balanced, equal, light and weight equal. Vibrant healing light, rainbow light going up through the left side, back side, front side, all left side, both back and front, slowly rising, 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 rising. You can feel the left, it's different than the right. So let this energy rise all the way, left side of the stomach, the chest, into the armpits, left armpit, into the left shoulder, arm, hand, left hand, all fingers. So again, notice how different your right hand is to, or right arm is to left arm. Know the difference energetically. Now, Bring this light up through the right side of the body, back and front both. So again, from the hip to the stomach, to the back, up through the chest, into the armpit, into the shoulder, right shoulder, into the right arm, and hand, all fingers. You can feel this is a different source of power in you. Move your attention to the back, to the bottom of the spine now. Only attention and slowly move your attention from bottom of the spine up, up to mid-back, shoulders, between the shoulders, back of the neck, back of the neck. Place attention on the sex organs, put your attention on the belly, the belly button. Every time you put attention, you're going to move energy into the heart, the chest, into the neck, 
Let's go from here straight into the brain. Let us fill the left brain with this light. Left brain filling up completely every cell in the brain to be filled with this light. Once that is full, let the light be filled in the right brain. Through the entire face, back of the head. With your mind's eye, just make sure both sides of the brain are equally full. Both hemispheres of the brain are in harmony. Keep your focus on the heart. If you start to think, simply go to the exhale for the next five minutes. In these five minutes, I'm going to invite very powerful entities to correct, to heal all the traumas, the suffering, the pain, and fully align us to our true identity. This work will be done silently. You may experience something or not. Don't look for anything. You won't recognize anyone here, these entities. So just remain focused on the heart and the exhale for the next five minutes. Your body may want to shift, move your head whichever way, so just follow the flow. Feel the return of self-love 
self-worth, true identity. Love for being alive, being present, being true, being real. The force you are experiencing now is eternal. There is no death or birth. This force always is. Shoulders are back, so breathing is strong. Memories of trauma, suffering, pain to be removed. Memories of lack, scarcity to be removed. Scan the body, how it feels, the energy. No boundary inside, outside. You may not even be able to describe it in words. Just feel the force. 
you are the universe, not just one part, the whole universe. You are everything you see, touch, feel, experience. Let's do three rounds of hum loud and clear so we can establish this force even more so using our own sound. <clears throat> hum. Place your attention back on the feet, both feet. earth the universe is made of this force too you can draw any time to replenish this force rub your hands You can slowly open your eyes as and when. So when you open your eyes, just go like that and then just kind of touch your whole body, but like that. So fully, yeah, right. Good chest, back, everywhere, head. Push the shoulders back. Okay. How was it? That was one of my best ones. One of the best ones. I just felt, I just felt just warm through the whole body without any obstacles yeah. and light. Yeah. It was really nice. So felt warmth in the body without the obstacles. Yeah, I just felt... Just light, yeah. You need a drink to celebrate. Yeah, that's a cause for celebration. I just felt warm. Yeah. 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 Y
You know, they, it's just the experience. That's all it is. It's only the experience. Visions are thinking. Visions are done by thought. So when we see a vision, there's still a division. But there is no division when you just feel an experience. And that's what we're interested in. Just the experience. So do this. It'll be on the Facebook and then on YouTube, this one. So do it as many times or just but now you've learned it. But watch what you say all day. Because uh, we are so used to, we are so conditioned by thinking with the separation. So just any time you're feeling the drain or you're feeling the lack, it's going to happen. You at that time just move the shoulders back, make room in the heart and just focus one second and you'll be fine. The memory will come back that you have everything. You've got all the answers. If you have questions, you have answers. Simple. So it's really, really simple, you know. So and can you just be that I just fallen asleep for like for one minute again. I, I lost yeah, you and then yeah. I came back. I thought, oh my gosh, what were we supposed to do? Yeah. But then I thought, no, yeah. no, no, I should think it's, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Yes. So I should let it go. But uh, um, yeah. second day, I thought, oh my gosh, what, what was I supposed yeah. to do? So when you come home? back, <laughs> you come back to a thought, right? Yeah. Because you jump in, it's normal. You, from the feeling, we jump into instantly a thought because we can recognize our feelings. That's awareness, right? So we are using basically our awareness, but we don't have to go into thinking because you can actually uh, tell your mind to enjoy just the experience. That's all. So, you know, when we know that we know, that is enlightenment. That is true enlightenment when you know that you know. And this comes from direct feel and experience. And as you, I can't even start to tell you how life shifts. You'll see. You will tell me how it shifted. But I'm not, we are not shifting it to any other place. We are simply removing the consciousness from any external limitations, any programmed conditionings, and we are just bringing it back to the true identity and accepting and owning that I am all. I am all. If you don't like the word God, don't use God. If you don't like the word higher power, don't use higher power. I am all. That's it. And when you start to experience the all, everything is all. You get to experience everything. And slowly everything starts to shift. So, um, anybody else? Yes. Um, I've been alert, but I'm glad I kept Shamira on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> you can repeat on Facebook. It's, you know, the meditations are intense, and a lot of people um, cannot keep up if they've trained themselves, so they can't keep up with all of it. So it is very normal for people who do not do deep practices to actually their consciousness just dips or falls out or in, but wherever they are, they're still in the zone. So it's fine. So just uh, go back to, yeah, it's all in the on the Facebook so you can yeah, keep doing it. Yeah. How is it? What? It was good. I had that, that sensation, that internal head dropping. <laughs> Oh, like yes, yes. I actually think my head did do that physically too. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was deep.
place that felt really stiff is good. And I was very tired when we started. Yeah. I could barely keep my eyes open, but I feel very, um, I don't feel like I'm vibrating, but I'm, I'm awake now. Yeah. yeah. So you were tired when you started, yeah. but you're awake now. Yeah. 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 I purposely didn't um, invite guides, ancestors, angels, anybody that you by thought would recognize because that would limit the experience. I uh, This time round, I invited just the entities who are already living that, living this oneness. So it's a whole different field of experience when we do that. So there's not a name there, so you can't recognize they're, they're invisible. So you will not see them. You simply experience, and that was my uh, desire today. So that that has been great, yeah. And you look. You were tired when you started. Yeah, my body's in a lot of pain. Yeah, yeah. So I just had to lie down. Okay, yeah. Because when your body, uh, sometimes you will want to shift the head. Head may come up or head may fall, it depends. It'll go into its own positioning the body. So if it says that if your body wants to lay down, you lay down, okay? So just follow at that time, whatever the body is calling, because you will receive best in that position. Yeah, so if you want to move to the head or you want to stretch, then that means that there's some energy blocked, you need to do that because the body will be guided. And that is the self-healing experience, yeah. So don't sit stiff because I said you should just allow the flow to happen. Yeah. Great. So what time is? 8.20. Oh, okay. We are past our time. <laughs> so great. Uh, yeah. I will not charge you for overtime. <laughs> Five minutes extra. <laughs> okay. Namaste. Greetings. And God bless out there. We will see you again next Thursday. If you find meaningful, this uh, message meaningful, uh, valuable to you, then please make sure that share with others so you can change your life and the world out there. So let us start doing that right now. And uh, please give me feedback of your experiences so I'm with it so we can create more profound experiences because this is the most important time, most important shift for humanity that has ever happened. And let us just use this opportunity to totally be awakened to ourselves. Thank you.